Let us begin. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Brew Distilled. I'm your host, C.G. Montee. I'll be recapping a recent episode of Hawkeye here on Brew Distilled, episode 3 of Hawkeye from Disney+. And it was a really good episode. We left off the cliffhanger from episode 2 with Kate Bishop and Hawkeye being kidnapped by the tracksuit mafia, which left them pretty much in a major jam because Hawkeye was going to go there to clear Kate's name from being Ronan. So I don't know what he was going to do there when he went there. Was he going to tell him that he's Ronan? Because we're going to get to that here in a few minutes about this whole Ronan issue. But it's a really good episode. We learned more about Echo and her backstory. It's a pretty much a very tragic and sympathetic backstory that Echo, I don't think Echo's gonna be a bad guy in this series. I think eventually she's gonna redeem herself because from what we know, Echo does have a series coming out and I do believe Hawkeye is also gonna be in that series as well. But so far, Echo is a villain. She is affiliated with the Tracksuit Mafia who her father was a member of. So she's like the leader of this group. So the way I see it in this episode, Echo is the leader of the Tracksuit Mafia. But we also don't know what the Tracksuit Mafia is involved in right now exactly what they're up to. It seems they have a higher leader up, like a higher leader that's higher ranking than Echo at the moment, but right now it seems that Echo's running the show. Now, Echo did get introduced to Kate Bishop and Hawkeye. She's trying to get more information about who Ronan is. Hawkeye did not give this up. Now, they obviously did escape. Hawkeye did use a very clever method to escape. There was a well-choreographed fight scene in that warehouse that they were at, allowing Hawkeye and Kate Bishop to escape. We didn't get a good chase scene at, after the scene where they're being chased by Echo and a tracksuit mafia right through the streets of New York City in a really good car chase scene, which was really played out really well. It also allowed Kate Bishop to shine. She used her skills as an archer to help Hawkeye as he's driving the car. This convinced Hawkeye that Kate Bishop actually is indeed a really good world-class archer. As at first, that Hawkeye is really skeptical of Kate's abilities as an archer, but in the end, she proved him wrong in this chase scene. What I really liked about the scene is we saw the variety of arrows that Hawkeye does have. There is what we call the Play-Doh arrow, which was used to help in a chase scene to distract Echo driving the car out chasing Hawkeye and Kate Bishop. We also saw that USB arrow, which really, I don't know what the purpose of the USB arrow is, but it came out in a very clever, comical way on the bridge. We also saw the Pym arrow, which created like an Ant-Man arrow, which turned a tiny arrow into a very giant arrow, blocking the traffic, allowing Hawkeye and Kate Bishop to escape. Now, we definitely saw another Ant-Man reference in this series. We saw one in episode one and episode two. So I'm wondering, is Ant-Man going to appear in this series? I don't think so, but there definitely are some Ant-Man references and Pym references in this series so far. This arrow is the latest one. So it appears like there's some kind of Pym slash Ant-Man connection in this series as that was amongst the Easter eggs in this episode. We also saw for the first time that I know of, Hawkeye ran out of arrows. He had to go get some of the arrows back. There was a suction arrow which is used to help grapple them into a subway car when the user was swinging over the bridge allowing Kate Bishop and Hawkeye to escape after that really good choreographed chase scene after that escape scene in the warehouse. But right now it appears that Ronan is right now a major issue right now, but Hawkeye was Ronan. You know, there was that part where Echo was asking where Ronan was. Hawkeye told Echo that Ronan died and was killed by Black Widow. So we got another Black Widow reference in this series, and I do believe it will not be the last. I do believe that the legacy of Black Widow, her death, is going to continue to weigh on Hawkeye. So I do believe we're going to see more references to Black Widow in this series, and we have yet to see Yelena in this series, who is Black Widow's sister, who she does have a grudge, apparently, after the end of Black 
Widow against Hawkeye as she believes that Hawkeye killed Black Widow, which you all know did not happen in the end. But with all these Black Widow references in the series so far, and also the Ronin identity that Hawkeye had to shed because of assistance from Black Widow in Avengers Endgame, I do wonder, how are these issues going to play in the series? The legacy of Black Widow, how is her death going to continue to weigh in Hawkeye? How will he move on from that? And also, how will he explain the whole Ronin issue? Because there was that scene when they're in the diner, him and Kate Bishop, after that chase scene, where Kate Bishop did mention to Hawkeye that Ronan is apparently someone who's close to Hawkeye, which is why Hawkeye does not want to give up the identity. But in the end, Ronan was Hawkeye, and Hawkeye was Ronan. So that definitely does add a pretty much an interesting dynamic to the series, the whole issue of Ronan, because, you know, Ronan killed a lot of people in the criminal underworld, including Echo's father. So right now, it seems that Hawkeye, he has a major issue on his hands right now, because eventually he's going to have to explain this whole Ronan issue. And how is that going to be received? And when will that, when will that revelation come out? Because it's going to be a major revelation in the series. I do anticipate that's going to be major climactic event in the series once Hawkeye confesses that he was Ronan. I do believe eventually he's going to do that. But how will he explain that to Kate Bishop and how will he reconcile that with Echo because he killed Echo's father. So it really does add an interesting dynamic to the series, the whole issue of Ronan, the legacy of Ronan, something that Hawkeye is eventually going to have to confront and resolve. There also continues to be the issue of Kate Bishop trying to help Hawkeye come out of his shell. You know, Hawkeye tells Kate Bishop in the series, in this episode, that he tried to maintain a low profile throughout his whole career, that through his whole career as an Avenger, he was meant to be a ghost. He wasn't trying to attract attention. He wanted to maintain a very low profile because that's who he was as an Avenger. Because him and Romanov, they're both technically spies. They're both on spy missions working for S.H.I.E.L.D. So it's obvious that Hawkeye and Black Widow would have to maintain a low profile. But this is something that Kate Bishop wants to reverse on Hawkeye. I do believe that's going to happen eventually because we obviously see that in the pictures of the series of what is yet to come, that Hawkeye will eventually come out of his shell on that. How Kate Bishop make that happen yet remains to be seen. There's also the issue of Kate Bishop. She wants to be a hero, but she also doesn't fully understand what goes into being a hero. Hawkeye does explain to her that does include a lot of sacrifice. It's a major life-changing event when someone becomes a hero, something that Kate Bishop strives to be, but right now she hasn't really reached a maturity level yet and hasn't really come to that sense of realization what it means to be a hero and what the sacrifices will be once she gets to that level. She's going to get there, but Hawkeye has to continue to get her out of that, into that mindset, while she has to get him into a mindset to come out of his shell. So what I really like so far, what we saw in episode 3, is about Hawkeye and Kate Bishop working together to help one another change the other's identity. For Kate Bishop, it means learning how to become a hero, what it takes to become a hero, what that effect is when one becomes a hero. And for Hawkeye, it's about learning more about himself, coming out of his shell, and having a better understanding of who he is, not only as a hero, but as a person. There also continues to be the issue of Hawkeye trying to get back home to his family for Christmas. There was a scene where he's talking to his young son, where his young son asked him if he's going to be home for Christmas. This is back at the apartment that Kate Bishop has. And there was a scene where Kate Bishop knew what was going on. There was a look of guilt on her face because it's because of Kate Hawkeye got dragged into this. And I do believe that Kate is starting to sense some guilt over this, that she feels guilty for tearing Hawkeye away from his Christmas with his family. And that's something that I clearly saw in this episode, in this scene. I'm looking at the scene right now where Hawkeye's on the phone. You know, he doesn't have his hearing aid with him because he got broken during the fight scene. And Kate Bishop's trying to help him translate what his son is saying to him so he can communicate with his son but she also feels guilty about what is going on right now. So I do believe that might come back later in the series and that's Kate Bishop feeling somewhat guilty over what is going on that she can Hawkeye into this mess because now they're both tied up with this major conspiracy with the tracksuit mafia. There's also the revelation where Kate Bishop was telling Hawkeye about the auction about the Rodent Sword is being auctioned off which also makes Hawkeye wonder was anything else of significant salvaged from the Avengers compound after it was destroyed in Endgame after other Avengers items floating around out in the world being 
sold in auctions also be in the hands of the wrong people. So it appears that Hawkeye is now starting to wonder what this auction is all about, and he wants to know, are there other Avengers items out in the world that are in the hands of the wrong people? Now, we had to remember, back in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, there was an end credit scene where Sharon Carter was on the phone to somebody saying she has access to government information and secrets that she get to the wrong people. Could there be a connection between that and the auction? Because Sharon Carter probably have a role in this. We don't know yet. I don't think Sharon Carter is going to be in this series, but it also wouldn't surprise me if she's somehow connected to what's going on right now because there was a scene in Avengers Endgame in the background there was a helicopter taking items from the wreckage of the Avengers compound. So I do believe that Hawkeye's suspicion of other Avengers items out in the world are very much justified. And I do believe that's going to be a major theme in the series because there was a clip that we saw before the series came out where Hawkeye and Kate Bishop were meeting with Kate's mother where they mentioned that they're working together on Avengers level threat. Now we're all starting to wonder what is this Avengers level threat and what does it do with the series? I do believe this Avengers level threat is going to be involving the auction and other Avengers items floating out in the world and being in the hands of the wrong people. I do believe that's what's tied up into this conspiracy that they're both tied up in this criminal conspiracy that's being led by the tracksuit mafia and also Jack who's also dating Kate's mother. I do believe that's all tied up in this conspiracy. I do believe this Avengers level threat is very much real and my current theory right now is that it involves items of Avengers items being in the hands of the wrong people also tied up with that auction and Hawkeye and Kate Bishop they're going to get on this quest and they're going to go out and resolve this working together which I do believe is going to bring them together as a team. There's also the dog that Kate adopted in this series. This dog is pretty much a mystery. It might also remain a mystery but also this dog is very much special. You know there was a scene in the series in this episode actually episode three where they're in a subway car. Hawkeye despite losing his hearing aid still maintains a conversation with Kate. Kate is talking to him also but they have no idea what's going on. They're both saying the same thing to one another in terms of conversation without realizing Hawkeye cannot hear what Kate is saying even though Kate believes he can. It was all about that dog. It was very much I like that scene or bonding in that subway car after that chase scene all because of the dog which I do believe is going to help keep Kate and Hawkeye together in this series and that'll be that one-eyed golden retriever that Kate adopted. Now the episode does end with them going back to Kate's mother's apartment. She wants to look up some information in her mother's security firm database to get some information on a tracksuit mafia and Hawkeye goes on to examine the apartment that where, where Kate lives, Kate mother's apartment actually, and that's where he's confronted by Jack where Jack puts a sword to Hawkeye and that's how the episode ends. So it does end in a cliffhanger and it also ends with Hawkeye getting introduced to Jack. Not a good way either. So I wonder how is episode 4 going to start? How is Hawkeye going to react to Jack? And how is Kate going to handle this? Because Kate doesn't trust Jack. Kate knows that Jack is bad news. I do believe that Jack is affiliated with the tracksuit mafia. How will episode 4 resolve this and explain this? Because Hawkeye and Kate have yet to meet with Kate's mother about how Kate and Hawkeye are working together. But where does Jack play in all this? How is Hawkeye going to react to Jack? And how is Kate going to react to this as well? Because why is Jack and Kate's mother apartment? What is going on with that? Or maybe Kate's mother's home all along and is yet to find out that Kate and Hawkeye are there. That we don't know. It may very well be the case. That is indeed what will happen in episode four. But overall, a really good episode. I really liked it. I like seeing the backstory of Echo and also how she might not be a bad guy in the end. Even though she may be a bad guy, I still want to know more about this character. A really good introduction to the Echo character in this series. And also what is exactly going on with the Avengers items. If there are more Avengers items floating out in the world, what is going on with that? Is Hawkeye justified in believing that? Is it actually true that there are other Avengers items floating out in the world? And if so, who has them and what is the purpose of that? And also, will Hawkeye reveal that he was Ronan all along and how will that come out? And where is Yelena? We have yet to see Yelena. I wonder where we're going to see her, if ever, in the series. But she's well aware of Hawkeye and I do believe she'll eventually come in the series. And also, what exactly 
is a tracksuit mafia involved with and what is their mission in this series and who are they working for and what exactly are they up to and what's going on with this dog this mysterious one-eyed dog that's another question to have as well will we know more about this dog and what this dog's purpose is and also like the ant-man references in the series as well so far make me wonder what is going on with the ant-man references is it just there to be there or is there more to it and how will hawkeye and kate help each other continuing for the remaining three episodes of the series and all halfway done with the series how will hawkeye and kate work together and how will they help each other out with their current challenges you know kate wanted to be a hero and her understanding what a hero is and what it means to be a hero and how will hawkeye come out of his shell and become a different person which is what kate is trying to help him to be and how would episode four start with hawkeye being confronted by jack that's gonna be a much interesting way to start episode four when it comes out next week but overall a really good episode i really love this series i got a lot of love for hawkeye and kate bishop i love how they work together it's great to see hawkeye get his own series but i also want to know more about the legacy of black widow because i do believe there's unfinished business with black widow and her legacy in the mcu and it will be tied up to hawkeye and hawkeye would be the guy to resolve that i want to know how that comes out and how that is resolved because hawkeye is haunted by the death of black widow hawkeye and black widow were best friends they were a team to work together they went through so much together i want to know exactly how that legacy continues to weigh on hawkeye and how he continued to reconcile with that in this series but as of now we're halfway done with the series it's very much an amazing series i love what is going on i can't wait to see what happens next when it comes to hawkeye and kate bishop in terms of what happens next to the two of them but very much an exciting series i love what is going on we're halfway done i can't wait to see what the second half of the series brings as right now hawkeye and kate bishop are very much a dynamic duo which are just like loki and sylvie a really good dynamic duo i got a lot of love for hawkeye and kate bishop they're doing an excellent job in the series so we'll wait to see what happens next to them in episode four of hawkeye from disney plus now what drink am i pairing with this episode well i usually pair beer with these episodes but now i'm gonna pair a whiskey with this edition of hawkeye i went to whiskey fest recently in san francisco which was held in san francisco to be at marquee it was a giant ballroom with whiskeys all around the world at this event here at whiskey fest and i tasted some excellent whiskeys which would definitely be pairing a future edition to brew stilled so the whiskey i'm pairing with this episode of hawkeye is called rebel which is a whiskey bourbon out of kentucky this comes from a 10 aged bottle 10 year aged bottle of bourbon whiskey a definitely good strong flavor to it good coloring as well comes in a nice bottle it's only for events so you really can't find this bottle in the stores but if you're at a whiskey event and you see rebel a 10 year bottle aged 10 years definitely do check it out because it's definitely worth checking out it's definitely good whiskey bourbon i love the flavor to it i love the kick and power that it has has very nice and strong flavor to it which is really something i look for in the bourbon and it's also the first bourbon here to be profiled here in a brutal Silk podcast so it's definitely worth checking out again that's called rebel which is a 10 year aged barrel whiskey bourbon and also has a very intense flavor to it which really does match the intensity of hawkeye you know hawkeye has a very intense personality and this whiskey bourbon definitely matches with hawkeye's personality i'm not sure what kind of drink hawkeye would have he seems like a more of a beer guy then again who knows but i definitely do think this drink would definitely fit hawkeye's very intense personality as his whiskey bourbon is definitely has an intense flavor to it which really adds to his uniqueness and coming from a 10 aged barrel definitely adds to his unique flavor and also for the exclusive nature of it as well and also the word rebel does seem to apply to hawkeye as well given his ronin persona he was once dealing with but this whiskey bourbon called rebel is definitely going to be this week's edition drink pairing for hawkeye from disney plus and do check out the bruce stilled instagram page for a photo of this unique bottle of bourbon along with other bottles of whiskeys and bourbons i had over at this unique event called whiskey fest in san francisco and that'll do for me here in this edition of bruce stilled i'm your host dg monte i'll be back next time with an nfl update when it recapped nfl season and after that there will be another episode based on recapping hawkeye episode four do check out this podcast on instagram at bruce stilled podcast on instagram it's where you find photos of all the drinks profiled here on this podcast and i'm your host dg monte i'll see y'all next time and until then be brewed and be the still folks cheers Thank you.